The Sue Morgan Podcast, episode 37, My Way. Good morning. Sue Morgan, Sue Morgan. Ian Watko, Ian Watko, how are you, my dear? Good, all the better for seeing you yesterday in the oh, flesh. Me in person. Oh, 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 oh it oh, was... I can remember them days me stalking you, Watko. All those years ago, I used to go to those doors where you stood yesterday and there you were in, in a T-shirt with my face on it and at that moment I thought, this lady means business. Well, yes, I do. Can remember that myself. <laughs> yeah, it was it was lovely to see you. Um, basically, yesterday Sue came up to the radio station where I work and delivered the rock that she said she'd get me when she went to Skegness. So you uh, came good on your promise, and I'm really excited to try some. Not had any yet, but um, I only wanted one stick. You got me four, you naughty devil. Yeah, well, the coming packet support. I did actually originally go to get you a bucket, but I managed to give that to cleaners. A bucket because uh, there was a few rude pieces. There's a rock in there. I thought you might be too insulted. What, me? Be insulted yeah. by something like that? No, I'd be happy with that. Were they boobs? Um, some that men's got between the legs. Oh, right. <laughs> I don't know. An arsehole? The front part. The oh, front right, wicket. OK. Okay, a little dinkle oh, do. Well, yeah, yeah, it was lovely to see you too. And I have to say that you're looking good, Sue. Thank you, my dear. Yeah. Mm, yeah, because you got some. Big, you got some. Day. Yeah, big news for us. I lie above with the life I cannot see. I want to bet my specs back with me. All the little drops, the epidemic to it's the Queen's birthday today. I've been a safe. And she's going to the Edinburgh tattoo. Boom, boom, boom. Merry Christmas, hallelujah. <laughs> it's the unofficial birthday of the Queen. Oh, unofficial birthday. Well, today's what? Today's her actual birthday. Mexican aboard. Don't know the song. My heart is my heart, I cannot see. I am that bad, 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 me. Oh, the okey, okey, okey. Oh, the okey, okey, okey. In, out, in, out, the number of them. Who is pulling the string? I'm scared. On the 23rd. Oh, oh my. Oh, goodness. Don't be sick, Sue. Well, how was that? Uh, what do you want? Would you like uh, me to mark you out of ten? No, I'm going to give you one. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you one. Good try. Do you call him the Oki Oki song? I thought it was the Oki Koki. Koki, innit? Okey-cokey, not okey-okey. Okey, it's okey-dokey-cokey. I can't, you made me mess it up now. In, in, out, in, out, shake it all about. So, Sue, you went to the scales in Boots in Mansfield, and what yep. happened? What happened? I've lost a bit. Yes. Oh, yes. brilliant. My pad, which is nearly off the stomp. Yeah, I'm in that first day, man. 
What's that? What's, what did you say, Billy? Yeah, my last birthday, man. You've already asked me this, and my birthday was ages ago now. So no, you, we, we should a week ago early. We should be celebrating the fact that Sue has lost I a bit of weight. I have lost weight. Yay! Well, Michael Emerson put me on. We're not talking about you, Billy. We're not talking about you. We're talking about Sue. Because we should be. We're celebrating the fact that she's lost a bit of weight, and you should be proud of her. Proud on me, keeps tucking Nick. Why? I don't know. He tells you says you're still fat. I think he's jealous. It's um, a long process, and I think you're doing really well. And the last time I saw you, you looked a little bit bigger. And this time, you're getting smaller and smaller. Soon there'll be none of you there, Sue. What's going I on? Know, I know. I'm new. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I've got another few stone, couple of stone to use. Yet. I'll be happy if I lose another stone. What are you at the moment, if you don't mind me asking? Eighteen stone. What? Eighteen stone, as they say. Well, around last these parts. ones I were eighteen stone six. Well, there I don't you go. know why the hell I've managed to lose five pounds in just over a bloody month. Probably all the walking you've been doing. Probably. <laughs> That's what it is, in between Billy's house and your house. Yeah. This yeah. is it. Wow. Here's the thing, right? I'm not going to do this as a Sue's headlines thing, because I felt a bit bad, because uh, every now and again, we talk about the fact that you are smoking again, and I'm a little bit... I turn into your dad, don't I, a little bit, and I go, you shouldn't be doing that because you've been in hospital, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But you say to me, you know, you only live once, you only live once, and I, and I want to enjoy my life, what's left of it, and part of the enjoyment in my life is having a little fag, basically. Yeah, that's right, yeah, that's right. But anyway, so I was reading the paper this week, and I don't know whether you've heard of this fella, David Hockney, he's an artist, he's probably the UK's best living artist. And, um, never heard on him. Never heard of him. <laughs> 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 anyway, he's, he's a brilliant artist. He's 84 next month. And the whole article in the paper was about him basically saying, I've smoked all my life since I was 16. It's never done me any harm. And I'm sick of all these goody two-shoes. When I was reading it, I thought, he's talking about me, telling us folk to stop smoking. And you know what he's done? He's moved from this country now. And he now lives, I think he lives in, in France, where, where everybody everybody smokes in France, don't they, pretty much? <laughs> where, where he's allowed to do it. Never been. You've never been? Well, there you go. Maybe it's a place where you need to get on the list. He's done this whole article that appeared on a website called unheard.com where he said, I moved to France to escape humorless bossy boots trying to stop me smoking. So I thought, I've been a bossy boots to Sue, so I'm going to mention this and say to Sue, if you want to do it, you do it. It's not for me to judge you. Do what you need to do. And obviously, you know the consequences to it, but it's for you to choose because you're a grown-up person. So there you go, Sue. There Thank you, go. you very much, my dear. I did not want to feel my like... My adopted father. Yeah, yeah, adopted father. <laughs> I don't want to seem preachy. It's your podcast. It's unfair for me to say to you that um, you should stop. It's up to you. And if you want to stop, that's great. And if you want to keep going, that's great. It's it's your life. It's your life. It's your life, Sue. It's your life. I'm turning into Billy. I'm doing the singing now. Oh, my yeah, goodness. you've got a better voice than him. Uh, I'm not so sure, actually. I think we're, we're we are going out on the road when lockdown finally lifts, which looks likely that it's going to be sticking around for a little while longer. I don't think Freedom Day is going to happen. That's what they're starting to say to in the news now. To be honest with you, I, I booked a, a weekend uh, in September mm. at Skegness, and I'm in two minds whether to cancel because I've seen what it was like in the bar that I was going to go in, and I'm going live on Facebook last night anyway. Wow, no social distancing, there were all, no masks, no, no, and I'm just scared to go, because I don't want to get it. Although I've been vaccinated twice, I can still get it. It's still worrying, it's still out there, but I think it's that they... It's frightening. Yeah, it is still very frightening, and 
I think that they were going to do this Freedom Day on the 21st of June and it looks likely. I mean, I, I hope that d- everything does lift, but I think we've got to still be quite careful whilst we're living our life. We're going to have to live with this. I don't know. You need to think about it. Don't cancel it just yet. Have a good old think whether you want to... Because by the time we get to September, things might have changed and you might feel less scared by the time you get to September and then you'll be kicking yourself thinking, oh, I wish I was going yeah. to Skeg now. So yeah, um, I'll I'd wait I'll a few weeks. A leave it a little bit. Leave yeah, it a bit. see what it's like. Yeah. You know, we don't know what, what um, what's happening over the next few weeks, let alone what's happening tomorrow. So let's just live for the day, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then, yeah. Just live for the day. Yeah. So, um, Sue, should we do some headlines? Yeah, please. Oh, I'd love to hear what you think about some of these stories. First one is this one: Frank Sinatra. Do you know who he is? Oh yeah, yeah. You know Everyone's favourite singer. He won my way. No, <laughs> the end is the end we- is the. And so I face the final curtain. Oh, that's lovely. Lovely, Sue. Thank you. We're all singing today. Anyway, yes, I was a bit worried because obviously you didn't know who David Hockney was, but uh, you definitely know who Frank is. I know who Frank Sinatra is, yeah. Good, good. Frank Sinatra's Californian Desert Hideaway is on sale. It's oh, on wow, sale. that's so going to go for a few million. Yeah, it's on sale for £3 million. The late singer designed the Mountain Retreat in 1970 and entertained his Rat Pack pals there. He named the villa Villa Maggio after the character that earned him an Oscar in the 1953 movie From Here to Eternity. Sinatra spent 12 years in the 10-acre property above the... Coachella Valley, Coachella, is that how you say it? Coachella Valley, that's where they have a big festival, isn't it? Before donating it to the Loyola Marymount University in 1989. has five bedrooms and bathrooms, guest house and pool, with original wallpaper chosen by the My Way crooner. Is that a place that you'd like to buy, Sue, with, with all the millions um, that you've got? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I couldn't cope with all that. Not as big, just give me a shed. A nature lover who spent four years nurturing wildflowers on a seaside path has had her work destroyed. (gasps) Oh no, what's happened? In seconds, contractors turned up and cleared the grass. Jackie Coates, 52, had a council agreement that the blooms would not be cut until late in the year, letting them reseed. She said, I'm incensed that the glorious path is reduced to wreckage. Swansea Council officials were disappointed by the workers' blunder in Mumbles and said, we will help to restore the area. Oh, that's a shame, isn't it? All her wildflowers have gone because they just came and cut the grass. Yeah, that's awful. That's horrible. I mean, we've got a fox that comes on on our gardens. A fox? Wow. Wild fox. Because we've got communal gardens where I am. Yes. And there's a fox that comes every night. Somebody actually feeds him because he's got a dog and his dog don't like chicken and he gets all these tins of dog food. So every night he'll go out and put a big tin tin full of chicken dog food down so for the fox to eat. Uh, now, here's a story for you. The final one today. <laughs> A villager's church bells have been silenced after more than a century, following a complaint from one person. There's always somebody, isn't there, wanting to ruin everything for everybody. All the fun. Yeah, the saddos, aren't they? There are some saddos out there. The church has housed a chiming clock since 1910, but the local council has only recently received its first complaint about the noise. Mike Adams, a bell ringer at All Saints Church in Kenton, Devon, um, said online, The more observant among you will have noticed the clock is more muted than of late. This is due to a complaint being made to Tamebridge District Council. Apparently someone 
does not like the clock striking and environmental health have threatened the church with an abatement order and possible court action. I've lived in the village for 78 years and I've been involved with the clock and bell ringing for a long time, as was my father and grandfather. To my knowledge, this is the only complaint in all that time. If we lose the clock, it will be another nail in the coffin of what appears to be a failing village. The shop has closed, the pub is in limbo, and slowly the character of the village is changing. Remember the complainant has moved to be near the church. The church hasn't moved to them. <sighs> well, he ought to bugger off then, didn't he? The person who complained, yes, definitely, should uh, find somewhere else to live and let those church bells chime. Yeah, let them uh, There's no better than church bells. Yeah, I like church Chiming, bells. Chiming, especially if you're in a small village. Definitely. I think they should do it more often where all the churches ring their bells. Yeah. You know, so we can hear them. They used to do that. I remember hearing bells a lot, but I don't tend to hear them anymore. Maybe that's because of lockdown, but now, I'm sure beforehand I wasn't hearing bells a lot. The bells! <laughs> the bells! The bells! <laughs> With all this yoga I'm doing at the moment, too, I'm going to start looking like Quasimodo soon. I was doing all the stretching and the turning this morning. Oh, my. Yeah. Uh, You've got a nice hairdo and all. It's a lot shorter than it was before. I know, it looks lovely. It's very fuzzy at the moment. I think it's because of the um, the, the temperatures, because it's been quite muggy, hasn't it? It's been quite um, close. Yeah. And it's yeah, made yeah. my hair a little fuzzy, a little Afro-esque. I thought the same that you thought, is that a perm? Yeah, yeah, it looks, it, it looks like it's not a perm, it's it's to do with the humidity, that's what it is, Sue, Yeah, it's the humidity. It always looks a bit better in the morning after I've been in the shower. By the yeah. way, Sue, I am now just finished today, 18 days of my 20-day challenge of cold showers cold in the showers. morning, yes. Yeah. And this morning I did a five-minuter. Oh, uh, not bad, so you get in there, so next, uh, by the time you finish the 10-minute, eh? Um, I don't know whether I want to do 10 minutes in the shower because I don't know whether it's a good use of well, water. It's going to be an, another, listen, it's going to be another hot day today to get out. I hope so. I like it hot. Yeah. Some like it hot and that some is me. Yeah. So what's the rest of today and hold for you then, Sue? Well, what do you think I'm doing? Uh, you just <laughs> chillaxing. <laughs> on my back garden. Chillaxing on the back garden. Are you going to get yourself yeah. at some Pims and lemonade and uh, get your sunglasses on and reminisce about old times yeah, with Billy? I've got my guide dog with me and all. Uh, oh, <laughs> Lucy's not your guide dog. <laughs> hey, I went for my eye test. My post glasses are coming next Friday. Have you got they're like Dame Edna's glasses? No, the posh ones. Not well, bloody well. I look more stupid than what I do. I've got these shorts on today. Oh, my goodness. No, a gold pair and a silver pair. Sorry, wait a second. So you've got a gold pair of shorts on? What? No? <laughs> the glasses I picked on, there's a gold pair. A silver pair. And a silver pair, one for reading and one for sight. So at the moment you're walking around without glasses? Yeah. So can you see anything then? Yeah, I can still see, but I've started getting headaches now. Good job that you're getting the glasses then. I think that's yeah, a good move. Yeah, I went move. to the eye test the other day. And they said, you've got 20-20 vision. They turned around and said, what are you buying reading glasses from Pan Shop for? That's what I do. I broke my others and it says you're not being really strong enough, but... I had the eye test and it was fine. It's fine, yeah. I need to get my eyes done. Still haven't got around to doing that yet. Now, I know there was a big backlog, wasn't there? It was like if you got in touch with your opticians, although I always, I, I don't like my opticians, right? Because they wind me up. They also... Everybody winds you up. It's true, but the thing is, right... Hello, Mr Magpie, how's your wife? Just done a little salute to a magpie. Very, very superstitious on that front. Magpie on the garden. 
I think yeah. it's seen that I'm trying to grow strawberries. The strawberries aren't out yet, but the magpie is uh, probably just eyeing it up to make sure he knows where they are. Because I know that these strawberries, <laughs> once they're grown, they'll be eaten by the birds. I, can you get a strawberry net? Can you get a strawberry net to put over it? That's what I want to do. I want to get a, little, a big net so that t- so nobody can get at my strawberries apart from me. Well, you know to ask the lazy gardener. Yeah, I do. I've not spoken to him for a while. Anyway, so I get really angry with my optician, and I'll, I'll get out of your hair after i told you this story. The reason for that is because I don't think that we should have to pay for our our glasses and pay for tests and all that kind of stuff because you know we didn't ask to be unable to see as well as other people so why are we being why are we going into opticians and expecting to pay for all yeah other exactly people that's on benefits that get the vouchers well i want some vouchers because i am sick of paying out for glasses this is the reason why i hold out because it's so expensive i've not made my eyes bad you might think i might I have done by doing haven't. certain things but i haven't oh it just it just infuriates me it and then, winds you up i yeah. can understand where you're coming from then i'll go in i say can i have some contact lenses oh you've not had a contact lens sight test for over a year now so i can't give you them you need another test well do i have to pay for that for that test yes i do well then i'm being paying for the test then paying for the new it just really annoys me they really it annoy me and i world. and do you know what i get i get a bit victor meldrew with them and they don't like me they don't like me when i go in no nope. normally i'm very nice with everybody but the opticians i just can't do it i just can't be nice to them no because they're not oh, nice maybe. to my pocket they should be doing glasses nothing not necessarily for nothing but at least like so it's not massively expensive there should be some kind of thing for everybody who's got eyesight problems where they get some kind of money off yeah subsidized in some way i think but then that makes me sound like i want to live in a communist country maybe i do i don't know anyways so have a great week yeah same to you Ian. and thank you so much for my rock i can't wait oh you're welcome go and have a good on it. With my little, I'm gonna have a good old suck on it. With my little stick, stick of Skegness Skegnet Rock, rock. <laughs> along the promenade I'll stroll. It may be sticky, but I never complain. I like to have a nibble at it now and again. Billy's not been on much this weekend. I don't know. Maybe that's a blessing. So um, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll reconvene next Saturday, Sue. Right, okay. And, then, and good luck to England in the Euros. Oh, England, 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 Yes, they do. Croatia. And then by the next time we speak, they would have played Scotland, so we'll we'll know. We'll beat them. Hopefully, touch wood. Beat the jock. Let's do that. Right, take Smash care, Sue. With the bang, bang, pair of bagpipes up the backside. Wow, that's a little bit harsh. <laughs> <laughs> Not England, Scotland. Apologies to our Scottish listeners. Um, take care, Sue. <laughs> OK, then. Same to you, Mardo. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>